Welcome to the Mind Your Autistic Brain podcast with Social Audie. That's me, Carol Jean. Today is a special edition. I am airing a live Facebook group that I did this past week on Friday. This was a discussion where I talked about everything that's going on right now. We don't get into political discussions. We don't get into religion. Politics are definitely a no-go. But we are talking about the frustration, some of the anger, and a lot of the overwhelming emotions that are happening. Our friends in the United Kingdom are under lockdown that started this past Thursday that runs through December the 2nd. And this has really been a very stressful week for everybody. This was such a great episode, and I had so many wonderful comments from people in the private group who said this really helped them. I've got some tips and some insights to help you as well, and I would like to share it with you today. So let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Reflection Friday. I am so excited we are all here today. I know this has been a really difficult week for everybody around the globe on so many different levels. Here in the United States, we have had our presidential election going on this week, and that has been exceptionally stressful for many of us. Um, In the UK yesterday, uh, they started their lockdown until December 2nd um, to try and help mitigate the spread of of COVID any further. Um, I know that because of the things that have been going on this week with both the presidential election and because of the lockdown that's happened in the UK, that many of you have been feeling exceptionally stressed. You've been feeling overwhelmed. You've had a lot of anger and frustration, some depression and some anxiety have been coming in, and how to respond, because I know that many of you also here in the United States have been having conflict. Um, You've had a lot of things that are being said on social media that aren't kind, that aren't thoughtful, um, that don't take more than one person's view into opinion, and that can be pretty difficult. So we're not going to be having a political discussion because that is not what our group is about. (laughs) We are not going to be having any in-depth discussions on anything political, religious, or or otherwise. But we will be talking about how to address what's going on because we do talk about our mind. We talk about our beautiful autistic brains in this group. And part of that is addressing some of the things that are going on in your lives right now. Um, so hello to everybody. I'm so excited to see so many people joining me today. I'm so glad you're here. Um, make sure you drop in the chat box. Just say hello. Um, I want to know how you're feeling today. I want to do a quick check-in and see how everybody's doing. Um, so here we go. Oh, wait. Okay, there. How are you feeling today? So share it with a, a GIF. Jeff, not sure how we're pronouncing that. Um, an emoji or just a text response. Just want to check in with you guys. How are you feeling today? What's going on? Um, you know, what do you what have you got going on in your world? And how how have you been feeling? How are you feeling today? As part of Reflection Friday, I always like to take a moment and reflect on how my week has been going, how I've been feeling, how I've been addressing things. So let's talk about there's a lot of criticism going on right now. There's a whole lot of things going on right now. Hey, Becca. And it can be really hard. It can be really hard to handle. I know that it brings up a lot of really strong emotions um, 
especially when you're talking about something that's very much part of, of who you feel you are. Um, hey, Michael, how are you? Oh, so glad to see you guys. Um, and I know it's hard to sometimes let go of really overwhelming emotions, especially anger emotions. And anger can affect us in so many different ways. And two of the main ways is that it can affect our health, both physically and emotionally. You know, you want to jack up your blood pressure, get upset about something. Have somebody say something to you that really hurts your feelings or makes you mad. That's, <laughs> that is a surefire way to shoot up the BP, right? So how do we handle that? How do we go about taking these really strong, overwhelming emotions that we've got going on right now, you know, the anger, the the feeling ostracized if you're not on the side that that seems to be going well. Um, if you're on the side that's going well and, and you get mad about people that that are upset because their side isn't doing as well, you know, there's so many different things and we have so many different reasons for feeling the way that we feel. And without taking the time to reflect on why we are feeling the way we're feeling, you don't have the opportunity to move into letting go of it. When we hold on to it, we only are creating an environment within ourselves physically and emotionally that is not going to benefit us. Hey, Jordan, so glad you're joining us. Um, so we're going to talk about resiliency today. It, and the resiliency is the ability to bounce back. Uh, Rebecca Duckworth in her research, science research, talks about it and calls it grit. Those who bounce back quicker are happier and healthier. So why are we even talking about resiliency and grit and bouncing back today? Because when you've been overwhelmed and you've had so many things going on in your life like we have this week, and especially for those of you who are in the UK, and you guys have had to go back into lockdown starting yesterday and only essential things are open, you feel like I was just starting to sort of get back to normal and now it feels like the rug's been jerked out from underneath me again. I know the greater good reasons, but I don't feel it. I feel like I'm being stuck back at home again and all of these, you know, um, restrictions are being placed back on me and I'm having to start all over again. So there's so much on both sides of the pond here that are going on for all of us. So I have some things today that I want to share with you to help transition this and how to take the control back. Because often what happens in these situations when we have lockdown and when we have sort of the, the heated drama that's going on with the political election right now in the United States is that we feel out of control. And I know for me that one of the toughest things about being autistic is that I really struggle with that, that feeling out of control of myself and, and of the world around me. So I want to talk about some things that are going to help you guys. Uh, I know it's so much easier said than done, but it is possible to move past the anger and the resentment and the frustration. When we think about what makes us angry, we usually view it from a per first person perspective. So if you're reliving the event that you sort of got you mad in the first place, you're usually seeing it from your first person perspective, where you are and how you experienced it in the world. So you immediately go back to where you were, how you felt. 
And you're right there in the moment and you're in your head looking out, right? Well, we're not on the outside looking in. So I want to start by changing our visual perspective. This is something that will really help. If right now, if you guys are struggling with this, this will really help. Hey, Ken, how are you? Um, so we're going to change how we feel by changing our visual perspective of the event. It's called self-distancing. Some of you may have heard of this. Drop a comment below. Have you ever heard of self-distancing? If you have, let me know. It's used in many areas of science, and it's based in therapies, including mindfulness-based cognitive therapy. It is exceptionally helpful. And as autistics, um, one of the things that we usually struggle with, and it's something that we absolutely can learn, it is something that is not organically learned as part of sort of a natural response for us. Hey, Rebecca. Um, but it is something that we can learn. And part of that is including theory of mind. So let's talk about this. Um, Ada and Cross have done some really powerful research into their visual perspective and, and self-distancing. And the whole reason I'm bringing this in is because this is a tool that you can use right now. If you are really feeling upset, overwhelmed, angry, frustrated, lost, confused, like you you feel like nothing's going right and you don't have an answer and you feel out of control, this is going to help bring you back to having some of that control, sense of control. And this is some really good tools here. So what happens when we become a third party observer? What happens when we watch the event like we watch a movie? So instead of viewing whatever's got you upset from your first person perspective, start to step back and shift your perspective and start to view it from if you were a fly on the wall or if you were watching a movie of what happened between you and another person. Um, you're now viewing not just yourself from the outside, but you're viewing the other person from the outside and the other people involved. So this gives you a little bit of distance that helps to, and the research has shown that helps to disconnect some of that overwhelming emotion. And when we feel overwhelming emotion, we experience it physically in our body and our body responds, but so does our brain. And when that happens, when we're feeling these overwhelming emotions that are going on, our higher cognitive, critical, intellectual thinking brain shuts off. And that's the one we actually need to help gain perspective. So by doing this, you're shifting from that first person view to stepping out into that third person view. So if you're in this third person view, it allows you to view the situation with less intense emotional and physical reactions. That helps to allow the space for your brain to not feel under threat. Because when you feel angry, it usually comes from, I felt fear first, then I feel anger, and then my brain is going to shut off in that higher thinking level. So this helps get you back into being able to critically think and dissect a situation. So the other thing is you'll feel more closure when you do this third-person perspective, the social self-distancing exercise. I don't know about you, but sometimes I need closure in a lot of ways. And I don't always feel like we have the opportunity to get it, especially in conflict. So it's also a healthier, healthier physical way to approach this. Um, the research has shown that when you do this self-distancing exercise and you're viewing things from this exterior view versus this interior view of the situation, your blood pressure doesn't rise as high 
and you recover quickly. The physical blood pressure elevation and those other physical stresses that we feel return to normal much faster. That's a really big win. That's a really big win. So if you're viewing as a third person and you're replaying the situation in your mind, don't try and guess what the other person's feelings or intent are at this moment. Just view their words and observe their actions. I'm looking at my notes. I made a lot of notes today. So when you do the first step of this, and I put it into two different steps. So the first step is to remove yourself from viewing the situation as a first person observer. Step back and view it like you're watching a movie or you're the fly on the wall watching yourself and the other person. Then just observe what you can see or what actions that both people take. What words are used? Don't try and imply what the other person may mean, especially if it's in text. If someone has texted or messaged you, it is so easy to read your own emotions into what that person is saying. And it could be the complete opposite of what they may be intending based on what you think they mean. So always ask some clarifying questions for those situations as well. So let's move into the second component of this. The second component of this to kind of help bring you back to a place of calm is the theory of mind. And it's it's not, I always say this, it's not the quality, it's not the quantity of questions you ask, because you can ask a million questions. It's the quality of the questions that you ask yourself and that you ask of other people. So what you need to first think about is what am I really angry about? Where's my heart in this? Why am I feeling so angry, frustrated, upset? Whatever the emotion is, what really is causing me to feel this way? This is one where you really have to step back and take some time to reflect. And it's so easy to be in the moment and want to respond to someone, especially if you have this urgent hurt or you have this urgent anger that's just welled up. Sometimes the more overwhelming the emotion is, it means that there's a deeper hurt, fear, or anger, something that's under that, that goes below the surface. And it's usually not about what the other person said or did. It's how it made you feel. It's how it brought up something that's happened to you in your past. And those emotions are playing into this. Hey, JD. Hey, Jason. So I want you to stop and ask, what am I really upset about? The next part, and sort of, you know, you think about it too. Everybody throws words around. And Rebecca and I did a video about this a while back. Everybody throws these, these words around, you know, oh, you're so stupid. You know, God, how could you think that way? How could you go believe that? You know, what's wrong with you? And whoa, man, you've just attacked me. You've just attacked me, right? That's you're like immediately are on the defense and you're, you're telling somebody, Hey, what do you mean? I'm stupid. I'm not stupid. You're stupid. And, and you get into this, you know, name calling and all this kind of stuff. And really, why did you get upset? Somebody may have called you stupid. Sure. Is it going to bother me? No, it's not going to bother me. You can call me stupid all day long because I know different. I don't believe I'm stupid. So sometimes you got to step back and go, is it the word or is it what I feel or believe about myself that that person may 
I believe the person is implying about the use of the word toward me. And really, it's usually a deeper feeling of, you know, my sister always called me stupid and put me down. And so I feel really angry about that. And so that word really has some serious hurt for you. So I want you to stop and think about what those things could be. The other thing is to think about what's the relationship with the person. Now, this is a really huge question. This is a really big component of this. Because why am I going to argue with someone on social media? I don't know. I don't have a relationship with them. I have no vested interest in them. They have no vested interest in me. They don't know me. And I don't know them. So am I going to allow someone that I don't know to upset me? To to take me out of a place that is good and healthy and move me into a place that is just really, really spiraling. And that's the second step. Why am I mad? And what is my relationship to this person? If this person that has made me upset is somebody that I consider a true connection relationship. And if you guys have not watched the four-part series on relationships that I did, it's on my YouTube channel and it's also in the unit section here. You really need to watch it. It was one of the biggest aha moments that I had as an adult autistic to finally understand relationships and how I relate to other people. So you may want to try and take a look at that and step back into it. Because the only relationship where taking your upset, your hurt, your anger, your frustration, whatever that emotion is, and moving into a deep conversation about it and be able to really dialogue with someone that matters is a true connection relationship. If you're in a bad connection relationship, a disconnected relationship, or that feel-good relationship that's that false good one, that person is not the person that is going to respond to your emotions in any way that's going to be anything other than they're just going to blow it up. It's going to get blown out of proportion and your feelings don't really matter to them in that sense. If it's a true connection relationship, this is a person that is important in your life. They have an influence and they have a vested interest in you and they want nothing but your good and your happiness. If the relationship is outside of that, step back. Really think about what the relationship is that you have. Um, so part of this, I'm going to give you guys some four quick tools here and, and then we'll sort of wrap it up here. So one of the biggest parts of this, and this was a hard part for me because I used to be pretty quick on the trigger to get upset about something. And my feelings would get hurt so easily. My mom would say, Carol Jean, you just wear your heart on your sleeve and you get so defensive and you get so hurt so easily. And I didn't understand and I didn't know how to go about it. Part of it was learning why was I upset. The second part was what's the relationship to the person. And the, and the third part of that is my personal self-control and feeling like I have it. So here's some things to help you. First of all, step back from social media. Right now, if this is too much, if this is overwhelming, if there's too much going on in the feed that just is just too much and you it is just feeding you being more and more upset take a step back my friend there is nothing holding you there there is nothing making you have to stay there and 
I don't know why it's doing a weird focus thing. Sorry, Jason. It might be because I'm moving. I'll try and be still. Um, the other thing is get some space to think. So the first step back from social media, remove yourself from the environment that is causing you to be upset for starters. The second one is get some space to think, not not do it from a first person perspective, but get yourself in a distant place where you can view it from the outside. Get some space. The third is physical distance. Do something because when you're upset, you've got a lot of built up energy that needs to be expended. And you can't think clearly if your body is just vibrating, sort of like my camera. Sorry, Jason. Um, so take a walk, do some yoga, go for a run, lift some weight, do something that's going to expend some of that physical energy you've got built up from being frustrated. The other thing is journal. When you journal, and this is a really big part of Mind Your Autistic Brain, when you journal, you're allowing yourself the exercise of taking what's in your head, your feelings, your thoughts, your emotions, and getting them on paper. Sometimes I have to even talk things out, out loud to myself. And yeah, it's a little crazy, I know. But it works for me because sometimes I have to hear my words to start putting them into an order. With alexithemia, it's really tough. And this is one of the ways that I've learned to sort through those physical overwhelming emotions and get them into some way that I can communicate it to myself and also be able to communicate it to others. Um, total, okay, I'm, I'm reading some of these. Yeah, total bitterness. So you guys, I'm going to go back and read the comments and, I, and I'll definitely reach out and touch touch base with each of you. Thank you for being here today. Um, I would like to introduce two of our moderators to you guys. Uh, we have two new moderators in the group, Sarah Ferguson and Ken Barger. So make sure you, you say hello and I'll be introducing uh, Ken and Sarah and they'll be getting into the group and, and responding to your comments and chats and questions as well. Um, Make sure if you have not already, there is a poll in the discussion box. Vote for your preferred holiday topic. And if there's something on there that hasn't been listed that you really need insights into, make sure you list that because I'm putting together a holiday survival guide uh, for you guys, especially if you're newly diagnosed autistic and you're going into Thanksgiving. And those of you who don't celebrate Thanksgiving in the United States, but you're you're moving into the holidays at Christmas overseas, then a lot of times we're really excited and we want to share our amazing news because to us, it is this incredible information. We've always wanted to know as to why we had such a hard time and we're excited about being autistic and we want to share it. Um, so I've got some tips on how to do that and maybe gauge when and if and how to do it because the holidays can be a tricky thing all the way around anyway. Um, the other thing is, hey guys, I'm on Instagram and I'm at Social Audi and I would love for you to visit me over on Instagram. There I try and do some behind the scenes things and more um, just sort of aspects of me, I guess, and some fun stuff that we're doing here in the group. But also if you've got an IG account and we would love to be able to follow each other and um, drop it in the comments below, drop your, uh, your Instagram handle and let's all connect. We are community, we are here to be kind, to be gentle, to be patient, and to be understanding. Not with just each other, but with ourselves. As part of Mind Your Autistic Brain community, you join a place where you are seen, you are heard, you are cared for, you are loved, and you are treated with kindness, gentleness, 
patience and understanding. Thank you for joining me in this special episode from the live Facebook group for Mind Your Autistic Brain Community. If you are interested in joining the community and you are a late identified adult autistic and you're looking for your place in your group and your community to find patience and kindness and gentleness and understanding and a community of people who experience and know what you're going through and are there to support and encourage you. I urge you to join the private Facebook group, Mind Your Autistic Brain. We have wonderful conversations. I do a live every other week. There's lots of great resources and content. There's videos, there's text-based information, there's articles, and I corral all of the best research and knowledge and bring it here in the group for Mind Your Autistic Brain. The podcast, we feature fantastic and amazing people each week. Coming up in the next episode, I've got two panel discussions, one that's women only and one that's just for the men, where we're talking about deadlines and expectations. Make sure you tune in for those two special editions and a really huge special surprise guest featuring his newest book. I can't wait to share this one with you too. So be sure and tune in for the next few episodes coming up. Have a great weekend.